Praise God. Um, when I was a kid, they had this show. There wasn't. When I was a boy, we had a um, TV, and there were you know you had three channels, and um, life kind of evolved, revolved around the TV a little bit, you know. Mm -hmm. Especially when we lived over when I was probably oh we lived in Hawaii the first seven eight years of my life and. And we moved around a little bit, but we ended up over in the Bremerton Port Orchard area, my dad in the Navy. And we lived there from probably 79 to 81, for a couple of years, maybe 78 to 81, somewhere around there. And if you live over there in the fall and winter and springtime, you don't do anything but stay inside. It's like a coronavirus without the mask, right? Because all it does is rain, and it's dark out at 4 o'clock, 4.30. So all I did as a kid at that point, in the summertime, is different because it's light out forever. But in the wintertime, I was inside, raining. You really couldn't go outside. So I watched a lot of TV. And um, they had a show called Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous. I don't know if you've ever seen it. But, uh, you know, when I was a kid, I used to sit there, and I'd look at that, and I'd think, wow. That's the good life. I mean, I can't, you know, these people with these mansions and yachts and, and uh, all of their uh, super sports cars and, and Bugattis and Ferraris and Lamborghinis and every kind of Laguini kind of car or whatever. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and you think that is the good life. How many of you would like to live the good life? Amen. All right, some of the little guys want to live the good life. You know, and I used to think, man, I really want to live the good life. But something happened in my life. When I was about 20 years old, I realized that there was something better than the good life. It was the blessed life. Amen. And I decided, you know, I didn't want to live the good life. Amen. I wanted to live. Oh, where's the background? Let me get the background on it. <laughs> We're supposed to be a little, little more than this. <laughs> the blessed life. The blessed life. This is what, hear me today, young people. You don't want to live what the world wants to throw out there as the good life. You want to live the blessed life. Okay? I know a lot of people that have tried to reach for the good life. And then they realize they're missing something. I had a guy one time. He had won a, uh, qualified for a trip down in the Bahamas. And he said... You know, I was on that trip, Jeff. And he goes, I was laying around the pool. I had a big old fat stogie cigar. And I was drinking rum. And I thought, I have made it. I'm living the good life. But then I realized there was something more that I needed. Yeah. And I had an opportunity to, to witness to him and even pray with that individual. And, and people, they, they realize that. 
I know a man who, uh, he bought a brand new Ferrari, paid cash for it, came over on a big freight box, and then they opened it up, and he made this comment to me in a meeting him and I had. He said, Jeff, there's got to be more to life than this. There's got to be more to life than this. And, and so I, I want you to realize that there is a blessed life that is so much better than what the world tries to give you in a good life. Okay? Uh, they'll try to, they'll, if you watch a game, you got to be careful of those commercials because they're pretty seductive. They want you to think that, hey, those people on the sandy beach and throwing down the corona, that's a good life. Right? You ever seen that? Yeah. Bud Light or Coors Light or, or whatever it is. You can't have a good time unless you've got a cold one in your hand. That's how it is. It's, uh, they're trying to paint you a picture of what the good life is. But I want you to know this, is that there is a life that God wants to give people that is so much better than what the world tries to paint. Amen. It is a blessed life. Does anybody want to live a blessed life? Amen. That's what I want to talk to you today about, living a blessed life. But this Bible, all the way from the beginning of it in Genesis, is God desiring to pour out his blessings upon humanity. God desires to pour out his blessings, his goodness, upon humanity, upon his people upon his children. Is there any parent here today that says, I can't wait till Christmas gets here because I'm not buying them a gift. Ooh, Jesus says, you know, if you being evil know how to give good gifts, how much more so your heavenly father, right? And just as how we like giving our little children these great gifts, Christmas time and birthdays. I do it all the time. The little girl says to me, she goes, BP said, Dad, how come you always spend so much time with the boys? And I said, well, because I like boys more than I like girls. <laughs> well, I mean, you can't lie to your kids. And uh, she said, she goes, that's mean, and she went to hit me. I said, listen, I'm just teasing you. I said, look, here's the thing. I can go out with the boys, and we can shoot hoops or throw the ball around. It doesn't cost me anything. If I go out with the girls, we always end up in a store, and I'm having to buy stuff. I take PP and Gigi out, and it's a shopping spree. But I love it. I love it. It's true. Amen. So this is how the Lord is with you and I. Amen. He wants to bless us. I want to read you some scriptures in the Word of God, starting in the Old Testament, on God's desire to bless his people. Listen to these scriptures here. If we could bring those up. The first one is in um, Exodus 23 and 25. Do we have that? <clears throat> so you shall serve the Lord your God, and he will bless your bread and your water. Hallelujah. We just went 48 hours without water last week. 
some of the most miserable 48 hours of my life is pretty bad when you don't have water in the house, especially with uh, how many, six people in the house and three dogs? It's pretty bad. Yeah, it, uh, it is pretty bad. But he will bless your bread and your water and, and I will take sickness away from the midst of you. Amen. Here he is. This is the Lord talking to amen, the children of Israel saying, I've got this blessing. I'm just waiting to pour it out upon you. Right, Give me that next one, would you please, Sister Autumn? Oh, I almost forgot. If you are of the ages of 12 and younger, next Friday night, we are having a Sunday school carnival. I mean, what's it called? What is the official title of it? Harvest Festival. And there is a flyer out there. There is a ton of stuff we're going to do. It is going to be a blast. Six to eight. If uh, not six, it's going to be from six o'clock to eight o'clock at night. And the ages are 12 and uh, below. If you would like to help out, uh, either come and talk with me or Sister Autumn. And then the next morning, 9 o'clock here at the church, we have a men's breakfast. And it is going to be a special breakfast. Brother Mark has already volunteered to be here bright and early and to cook. Amen. And then after that... We are going to head to golf land over in Pasco, and we are going to burn up that course. If you do not have a set of clubs, don't worry about it. Yes, you're gone, buddy. That's right. <laughs> if your dad's gone, that's right. <laughs> so it is going to be a blast. We're going to have a good time. If you don't have a set of clubs, don't worry about it. They've got loners there, and you can tear it up with a set of loners. And then after that, we are going to break all the rules and you can have as many donuts as you want on a donut feed. It is going to be the world's greatest triathlon that has ever happened at the Tower of Pentecost. All right. Okay. So praise God. We are excited about that. Let's get in this next scripture. For the Lord your God will bless you just as he had, just as he promised you. You know what? He's promised to bless you. Some of you might be thinking, well, you know, the blessing hasn't come yet. Don't you worry. It is coming. Amen. Yes. God is not a man that he should lie, right? He promised you, you, you shall lend to many nations, but ye shall not borrow. Isn't that a great place to be? Wow. You shall reign over many nations, but they shall not reign over you. Praise God. Give me the next one, please. And that I command you today to love the Lord your God, to walk in his ways, and to keep his commandments, his statutes, his judgments, that you may live and multiply. And the Lord your God will bless you in the land. Praise God, which you go to possess. I think I've got one more in there in Deuteronomy. Here we go. Now it shall come to pass if you diligently obey the voice of the Lord, your God, to observe carefully all his commandments which I command you today, that the Lord your God will set you high above all nations of the earth. 
Wow. He is reaching out to his children, his people, and he's saying, look, here I am. I just want to bless you. And so the call is going out to all humanity today, this gospel message. If you would believe that Jesus Christ is the atonement for your sin, if you would repent of your sins and make the Lord Jesus Christ the Lord of your life, amen. And then you're baptized in water. It's a promise that God will fill you with his spirit. Amen. And that is the most incredible blessing that a man can have. That is Christ living in you. Amen. The hope of glory. Hallelujah. He loves to bless his people. Look at Malachi. Can you, do you have that one in Malachi? Here we go. Bring all the tithes into the storehouse that there may be food in my house. And try me now in this, says the Lord of hosts, if I will not open for you the windows of heaven and pour out for you such a blessing. I, I like the idea of God pouring out a blessing. Right? Hallelujah. Uh, pouring it out. I want God to pour out. Amen. Upon me. Amen. Where there will not be room enough to receive it. Amen. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Amen. Praise God. And I will, listen to this, I will rebuke the devourer Amen. for your sakes. You ever feel like sometimes you've got too many bills, more bills? Yeah. Right? And you're wondering, how am I going to take care of all these things? Isn't it nice? That the Lord will rebuke the devourer. Amen. When I come into a um, when I come into an excess of abundance financially, I think, oh, the Lord is preparing me for something that I'm going to need, and and that's how I look at it. And uh, and it, it seems like that's what happens. Something comes up. And I can just take care of it. He rebukes the devourer. Right? Amen. For your sakes. So that he will not destroy the fruit of your ground. Nor shall the vine fail to bear fruit for you in the field. Says the Lord of hosts. Now that is not a good feeling. My brother one time, he worked so hard. He planted, he planted a couple rows of corn. And he wanted to have some corn. And he got all excited about it, and uh, they grew up and all this, and, and he picked them, and we cleaned them up, and went to cook them, and you bit into them, and every single little yellow corn had a worm in it. Oh. <laughs> you couldn't get it out of your mouth fast enough. Apparently... <laughs> 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 He wasn't doing something right. <laughs> I don't know, but anyway. Could you imagine that, though? But this is what the Lord does. Amen. You know, you look back on your life, you that have been serving the Lord faithfully all these years, and I challenge you to just look at, none of us here are rich and 
well be as far as what the world would say, right? But the Lord has prospered us tremendously Amen. and greatly, Amen. right? Amen. right. You go back and you look and you think about what you were making on an hourly basis when you first started serving the Lord. And then what you're making today if you're working. Or you that are retired, think about how much money you had in the bank when you started serving the Lord and how much money today you have in the bank or IRA accounts and 401k accounts. Those are blessings. Amen. I remember when I first started working and I used to think, if I could just make $1,000 a month. If I could just make $1,000 a month. Boy, I'd love to make $1,000 a month. Hey, taking care of four kids, four kids, house payment on $3.50 an hour, and a $380 mortgage payment, house payment. Didn't leave a whole lot for anything else, but you know what? We were blessed. Amen. But I want to talk to you about what Jesus said in John chapter 10 and verse 10. Give this scripture to me. Listen to this. The thief does not, the thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. You know, when, when, you, when someone thinks there's a picture of somebody on Instagram and they think that they're living the good life, you know, that's so much about me, what I've done. Look at my accomplishments. Look at my achievements. But the blessed life is realizing it ain't about me. Mm. It's about him. Mm-hmm. That's the difference, right? right? And, and so the thief, he comes to kill, steal, and destroy. It's all about him, me, 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 I, I, I. But Jesus says this, I have come that they may have life and they may have it more abundantly. This is the blessed life that I'm talking about. Amen. The Lord wants to give you an abundant, a blessed life, young person. Praise Amen. God. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go through these really quick here. Give me the next scripture if you would, please. That's right. Amen. Romans 8 and 1. There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to to the Spirit. Amen. Those of you following the Lord Jesus Christ, uh, what a blessing that there is now no condemnation. Woo! I tell you what, if you're packing around guilt and shame, that is a heavy burden and a heavy load. I don't like to talk about the things that I did before I was a Christian because it's shameful. I don't like to glory in those things. There are so many things that my kids don't know anything about, and I I prefer that they don't know about them. Amen. And uh, there is no glory in those things. But I have no guilt, shame, or condemnation since I've been born again. (laughs) Praise God. I am so grateful. Thank God. Give me the next scripture, please. Listen to this. In Psalms chapter 16, verse 11. You will show me the path of life. In your presence is the fullness of joy. This is in the Old Testament. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. Hey, in the presence of the Lord 
is all of the joy that one needs in all of their life. Right. Amen. You cannot find the peace and the joy that the Lord gives to his people out in the world. I seen one time where a guy, he, he wrote on a $20 bill, he put love, and then he wrote on another one, peace, another one, joy. And he said, these, this is the love, peace, and joy that the world will give you. Now see how long you can hold on to that. As soon as you got it, it just goes. Right? Everything that we need, amen, is right here in the presence of God. Could you give me the next scripture, please? For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. Now, imagine going through life not knowing about what's going to happen when you die. Not knowing, is there a God? Is that Bible really real? Could you imagine how dreadful life would be? I know what it's like because that's how I spent the first 19 years of my life. But oh, look at this right here. When I think that, when I think upon the Lord, that I know him and that he knows me. And I'm comforted by the thoughts that he thinks towards me. Right. Ooh, boy, I'm talking about a blessed life. Yeah. Amen. Can you see the difference between a blessed life that the Lord wants to pour out upon you and the good life that the world says that you can have? Boy, we have such an advantage. We really do. Okay, the next scripture, please. What then shall we say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? It's already settled. I'm on the winning side. It's a done deal. Right? I mean... It's done. My name is on the roll. Right. It's it. I'm making it. I'm getting out of this place alive. Praise God. And God is for me. <laughs> if God be for me, who can be against me? Amen. This is the blessed life. Can you imagine having the confidence of going through school like that? On your job like that? Amen. Look at this next scripture. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. Right. Isn't that a great thought? Yeah. Hey, somebody's talking bad about you, lying. Don't you worry about it. It can't prosper. Ooh, boy. Somebody's trying to cheat me. Don't you worry about it. God, he'll take care of you. Praise the Lord. I love that scripture right there. And every tongue which rise against you in judgment, you shall condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. Amen. That's you and I. That's, we are the fulfillment, the promise of that. No weapon formed against you can prosper. Amen. I've got a few more here. Listen to this. When... I remember first coming into the, into the church and hearing this scripture. And 
I always loved it. And when a man's ways please the Lord, he maketh even his enemies to be at peace with him. Now, I'm going to tell you a quick story here. When I, uh, I was in a position of hiring financial services representatives for this company, and um, I would hire them and oversee the training, but we had a full-time trainer. And the full-time trainer was a person, a lady, that um, got into that position. They moved her up here from down south Florida. And um, I was having nothing but troubles with this lady. And um, I realized the reason why, because once she asked, Lulu was about 12 or 13, she asked if Lulu could um, come over and babysit. I thought that was kind of strange, but I said, oh, I guess, yeah, probably, you know. And she goes, well, there's one thing you ought to know. And I go, okay, what's that? She says, I'm in the occult. And I was like, oh. And I thought, okay, now I know I'm having some problems with this lady. <laughs> and uh, every, every, anyway, I won't go with it. But um, so, and I would just call, hold on to the scripture because she would cause me trouble. She would cause me trouble. And I would be at the altar always crying, praying. I'd be at home praying. And I would cling to this scripture. Lord, it says, you'll make even my enemies to be at peace with me. Do you know that before that lady got shipped out, I mean, that's what the Lord did. He finally just moved her out of my life. But she turned around and even allowed me to talk to her about the word of God. I tell you what. And... If you're having trouble with somebody, you hold on to that scripture and you seek the Lord. It's a promise. Amen. I'm talking about living a blessed life. Not a good life, the blessed life. Amen. Next one, please. I'm almost done. Every, every Halloween, she would dress up as a vampire because she said, I'm a witch every other day of the year. <laughs> She's serious. Okay. Be serious. Okay. Uh, for the kingdom of God is not, oh, this is the New King James Version, is not eating and drinking, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. It's righteousness, peace, and joy, amen, in the Holy Ghost. Praise God. That's the only way you're going to find it. You won't find it out in the world. It's not in a job. It's not in a career. Okay. The only place it's it's not in a spouse. But I tell you what, though, if you get a spouse, you get a good thing. Okay. But the real peace and joy comes only from one place. And that's having the Lord Jesus Christ in here. Amen. That's what it is. It's not in the things of this world. Not in a Tesla. 
Houston, he thinks Tesla's the greatest car company in the world. And you know what, he may be right. When it's all said and done, they might be. He's always on, Dad, buy Tesla, get a Tesla. <laughs> anyway. But it's all in the Holy Ghost. It's righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Amen. This is, we have what the world wants. It's right here. Every, this is it. Righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Praise God. And then, if you can give me, what do we have left here? Is that the last one? Yeah. Amen. These are the living benefits of what you and I enjoy, enjoy today. And for lack of time, I could do even more, right? There's the blessings of health that the Lord has blessed us with. Amen. There's the blessing of knowing, communication, prayer, being in fellowship with God. Amen. He's as close as the mentioning of his name. Not to those who use his name as a curse word, but for you and I who have been uh, identified with that name. Right? There's blessings of, I've already mentioned this, but prosperity. You think about how far the Lord has taken you and where you are today. Amen. Amen. Trust God. If, you, if you're not working and you start working, well, I tell you what, you become the biggest giver that you know. And just because the check doesn't show up the next day in the mailbox. Don't you think that God is not faithful? Right? You just keep on giving. And you watch and see what God does. He says, just try me and see if I don't pour you out a blessing that you cannot contain it. Amen? Praise God. But there is so much that I could have gone on on this blessed life. But here's the thing is this. The blessings don't stop. In the world, a good life, if you obtained a good life in the world, that only lasts for so long. Because eventually, that good life that the world wants to give you is over. And guess what? You don't get to enjoy any of that from now on. But if you live a blessed life, it doesn't stop if you go the way of the grave. But those blessings are eternal. Amen. It's an eternal life with Jesus Christ. It's eternal bliss in the presence of the Lord. Amen. It is an eternal salvation. Amen. Nothing can remove me from the hand of God. Praise the Lord. I want you to know that it is a life that goes for all of eternity. Amen. When you live a blessed life. I cannot wait to see what happens. I'll be able to do incredible things after the Lord comes. I won't have to worry about anything like you and I have to worry about. And when we make it to heaven, there won't be any more pain. There won't be any more suffering. There won't be any more misunderstandings. Did Brother Jeff just skip church? Or... We won't have to worry about that. Come on. Come on. Right? 
There won't be any of that. No pain, no sin, none of those things. But that's not for the people that live the good life. Those are for the people that are living the blessed life. Amen. 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 Does anybody want to live the blessed life? Amen. Praise God. I know I do. Would you stand with me right now? Praise God. Thank you, Lord. I'm going to ask Colton in the back if he would uh, dismiss us in prayer.